Hi there, this is Christian Horner. You've won the Austrian Grand Prix. <laughs> this is Sergio Perez. Hi, I'm Max Stappen. You are listening to Talking Bulls, the official Red Bull Racing podcast. Oh, this feels good. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Talking Ball where Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez get together on mic for the very first time. We've also got an exclusive track, the 2020 official anthem from the Rebel Batea to finish, which is a real treat. The off-season is very much coming to an end and we're getting ever closer to a new season of F1 action. You'll have seen we launched our 2021 Charger, the RB16B. On the surface, the first images of the new car suggest that not too much has changed over the winter, while the deferral of the new regulations to 2022, of course, means there's a lot of carryover to this season. It doesn't mean that our crew of highly qualified designers have been lounging around all winter far from it. One of the major changes for this season is of course under the engine cover. For its final season in F1, Honda has introduced a new power unit and it's this heavily revised beast that Max and Sergio had a run with at Silverstone this week. First up on the podcast, by popular demand we got Max and Checo together on mic for the first time and we thought it only best that they ask each other the questions. Over to you fellas. Okay let's start Max, you ready? Yeah. How was your off-season and what did you get up to? It was actually pretty much off-season, you know. I, yeah. I really uh, spent a bit of time with my family in Holland uh, first because of, you know, COVID throughout the whole year. I couldn't see them and uh, there were a few babies born as well. So I had to visit them, <laughs> had to visit yeah. them all. Um, New babies in the family. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was good to catch up with them yeah, throughout Christmas as well. Then I went to Brazil for two weeks, so that was uh, nice and warm, you know, a bit of summer feeling, actually. And, um, it's a good change, you know, going from Europe to America, Yeah, I was, thinking, America, it was the weather. cold, and I was like, yeah. I, need, I really need to get out of here. Um, and then, yeah, I came back home, started training again, and just, you know, being at home. Oh, that's and you? You got, uh, you got a bit of time? Yeah, I got a bit, a, bit, a bit of time, finally, you know, with the family, with the, with the kids, back in Mexico. Sleeping but, well? Yeah, yeah, they were giving well. you a good rest or not? <laughs> they gave me good rest, I have to say. <laughs> They're getting better at it. You know, my, my youngest one, my daughter, is uh, just over a year. Mm. So she's sleeping better now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So my first question. How was your first experience of the RB16B? I think uh, the car has potential. I think we, we got to work it through and hopefully make, make the setup as ready as possible for the first race. It's going to be a very short introduction before we are racing in Bahrain. Yeah, I mean, uh, not many practice days. Are you excited to get racing again? I always get excited when the race weekend starts. Like for me, the testing, I don't know, I'm always bored to death. <laughs> but uh, driving the, the Formula One car is good. I mean, it's always yeah. nice to get a... You don't like those uh, testing in Silverstone? No. In... Especially like when they tell you go for a race run. Uh, I'm like, oh You've never been God. to Pembury, right? I've been. Ah, it, my been? very first time in a, in a race car uh -huh. was in Pembury. How, how cold was it? It was raining to start off, uh, uh, but it wasn't in the, in the summer, like around ah, right. August. Ah, you, you, so you didn't have the good days. There were sheep around. I've been to Primbury like 1st, 2nd of January in Formula 3. Uh, was that with Carlin? With uh, T-Sport. You spent some time at Silverstone and in the factory. How has it been settling in with a new team after so long with another team? Oh, it's quite a change, man, because uh, can you imagine after seven years changing, going, you, you get used to working with people. Explaining the car in one way, you know, talking about the, the racing in, in different manners. And uh, you come here, 
the sitting position is just so different. Talking to your engineers, meeting a lot of new people. You don't know anyone, you know. It's like, yeah. uh, it's quite a big change. Uh, yeah, I even had it like when I went from Toro Rosso to Red Bull. And I mean, it's supposed to be you know, similar. similar. Uh, it was a really big difference already. Like, or just handling the steering wheel, all the buttons and everything. You know, the procedures is completely different and like you say the the seating for me is always a, a shock you know how yeah, different that's teams a shock, no? that, are. That, that's how like or the the way you you drive a car no yeah uh, it's so different yeah it's quite different what phrase can you teach me in dutch it's supposed to be nice or not something nice that people don't hate me in dutch <laughs> yeah. you know no 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 it's, <laughs> it's not about that. hate i just wanted to uh, say something dirty but let's not who had it with you wow that's difficult you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> so how not... are you doing Hoe gaat het met jou? Met jou. Met jou. Hoe gaat het met jou? Hoe gaat het met jou? It's good. Hoe gaat het met jou? It's a good start. We'll, we'll start there. Then we'll go to Amsterdam at one point. Uh, I'm looking forward and to that. And then at four o'clock in the night, we'll ask a few people how they are doing. <laughs> how do you feel about a 23 race season? It's going to be busy. Busy year. Busy schedule. Not, not just with the races, with the simulator stuff, marketing events and so on. It's going to be a flat out season, I mm. think. Once it starts, like before you know, you are in December. You know, yeah. years are going to be fast. What do you think? I mean, also, you know, last year when we we did 17 in in such a short time space, it was pretty crazy. So, yeah, another six attitude. Of course, the season is going to be a little bit longer, but challenging. That's yeah. for sure. If you were in danger and you had to choose another F1 driver to save your life, who would it be and why? Which one would you uh, not choose? Not many people. I think you can depend on. <laughs> Not many will no. save your life. I think I guess. many would try to drown. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can call me. I, I, yeah, I'll try to save you, man. Yeah, I think uh, the others. Uh, Daniel for sure, but with Daniel, I think we'll probably drown together <laughs> if you will try to save me. So, I think always just stick uh, within the team. I think that's the safest option. That's the safest option. Yeah. I agree on that one. <laughs> uh, you've raced in a lot of different series. What was the most fun to drive? Formula Three. Formula 3 car, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, you? Yeah, for me, I mean, I, I, I tested Formula Renault 2-liter, and I, I went to Formula 3, and for me, it's like... You a did bit karting, of a, F3, and pretty much and F1. And then F1, huh? yeah. I mean, I did, a, like, Formula Renault 2-liter testing, then I did my season in Formula 3, then through Red Bull, they mm-hmm. let me drive two days in a 3.5 car, F3 mainly, but it felt like a big go-kart to me, so I, I like it. You know, it has so much downforce for yeah. such a little car. It's a little bit underpowered, yeah. but it was a lot of fun, that's for sure. What do you remember about racing when you were four years old? Okay, so what I remember from when I was four years old starting in go-karting, well, basically, the funny thing is I started because of someone else, not my dad, you know, pushing me or my mom pushing me. I went to the go-kart track and then there was a kid driving, even younger than me, he was like, just three at the time. And then I called my dad, who was at the time, I think, at the Formula One race. And I said, I, I want to start driving as well. And initially, he didn't let me. He was like, no, we have to wait until you're six, six years old. And, and then I started crying on the phone. And then my mom at one point was like, I think we, we should buy him a, a go-kart. And then the funny story was that uh, the, the kid who was driving, basically, we became like really good friends with the whole family. And we, from more or less that year until even now, like we have the workshop together. And they are still in go-karting. And uh, we had a lot of success together. And uh, because they had three brothers driving and that kid was the youngest one of the three. So, uh-huh. yeah, it was really cool. Good. So you started when you were four? Yeah. Four-year-old. 
I think you were up for it. Well, it was just you know initially I, I saw the videos back like when you're four years old you're so tiny. When, like, when just, you jumped in straight away you want, it's what you wanted to do. Yeah, like. I had like this little go kart. It was not going very fast, and uh, I did like a lap, and then at one point I was just flat out everywhere because it was so slow. Uh -huh. So then the next day my dad bought me another one to, the, to try and practice a bit more with. But yeah, it the, was, it was good fun. My first race was in the Australian GP in 2011. What were you doing in 2011? 2011, I was in go-karting, of course. In my second... You probably were starting, no? That second was... international year. Yeah, like junior category. <laughs> Braces. Yeah, very sexy. <laughs> I hear you like practical jokes. Have you played any on a teammate? <laughs> yeah, on, on Nico. You know Nico well. <laughs> yeah. He was my teammate. He was... We got on well, and uh, he hated my music. And, uh, yeah. uh, and What I, do you listen to? Uh, pop, in general. He doesn't you know? like it? He doesn't like it. You know, and uh, I think Nico, when he's like racing, he's like very, very into it, you know. Yeah, I was always playing my music, he was just hating it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we had good fun. I, I normally good go to, go to, to my teammates, so okay. you'll be Oh, well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something that I definitely won't know about you. Yeah, we can go in more detail later. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can show me later. <laughs> You'll be impressed. <laughs> What food should I eat when I go to your home race at Sanford? Oof, there are many things, but not very healthy things, I can tell you. What's the best? We call it bitterballer. Very nice. You know, it's like little round pieces of meat. Uh -huh. like, um, how do you call it? Um, it's like probably it's processed meat. Is it uh, fried? Yeah, so not the healthiest option, but they're like very those. nice with a, bit, with a bit of mustard. Amazing. Frikandelle, also meat. Again, not a healthy option. A lot of meat. Frites Speciale is French fries with mayonnaise or with ketchup or like curry sauce on it. And ah, onions. That, that, that's, um, and like onions. I lived in Germany. So. Ah, yeah. So you, you understand a yeah, bit yeah, like yeah. what's going on. It's a good, good place to, to be in Sanford. They have a very nice beach. <laughs> yeah. It's uh -huh. uh, like a lot of kite surfing, I think, actually going around there. Uh -huh. And then, of course, Amsterdam is not too far away. So. I raced in Sanford. Like at the start you did of the my masses career. or no in Formula BMW? Ah, okay, uh, 2005. Yeah, but uh, now with the banking, it's quite crazy. Like They've changed the, a lot. The what is it? Turn well, it depends how you look at it. Turn three, four, you know, the, the left hander, uh -huh. proper banking, and then the last corner banked in the middle of the track where you had to break a bit down. You went right, left, like that's a little bit yeah. faster now. I have a friend, a good story from Sanford. He used to drive in A1, he was testing to get the seat, you know. They tested every weekend to see mm -hmm. who's the fastest and then drives the next race. Oh, wow, okay. So he was, it was his chance at Sanford. So he came out of turn one and he thought that that was a straight line, you know. So he went flat out. <laughs> he forgot about turn two. He just went straight he into went the wall? He went straight into the wall. <laughs> like he broke so late, he destroyed the car. Oh, this car. Yeah, I remember my dad racing it in, in 2006 as well, A1. Already? Yeah, yeah. He did one year. With, uh, I remember the other driver. Jeroen? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he I did the year him. after, yeah. 2007. Ah. I might have driven with him then. Because I drove A1GP around 2007. Yeah. Good stories. You're next. Wow. Hey, guys. This is, uh, <laughs> this is like uh, it's very serious, scoring uh, from a, like open goal. Who on the grid are you looking forward to racing and beating this season? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. No? <laughs> not, not one in particular. Well, there has always been uh, one particular team like uh, finishing, uh, been finishing in front of us the last few years. So I think that's the one. Uh, that's the one. Hopefully we, we are able to, to beat. 
Yeah. What's one sport you'd like to be taught by another Red Bull athlete? I'd like to watch it and stuff. I'd like to uh, one day ride a MotoGP bike. And I would like to go to somewhere warm, you know, for the tires and everything. I mean, oh, if yeah, you go you somewhere don't wanna... cold, it's a bit tricky. Uh, yeah, that's a, a good point. Tricky. But one day... MotoGP. Yeah, yeah I, I just want to feel the speed. I think it's going to be incredible. We often get asked to drive unusual vehicles. If you could race any vehicle which is in the racing car around any circuit, what would it be? That's a good one. Did you see the filming I did with Daniel back in the day with like a caravan? Ah, yeah, that was cool. Can you imagine racing that together? But you were crashing and the the caravan was rolling, Oh, yeah, it was completely destroyed, yeah. That was a good film. Yeah, like we start next to each other, we have a few laps, like just banging into each other. That would be... For me, that would be amazing. That would be good. They can sort it out. But I I think the goal is to try and... Like crash into crash each other. Crash into, but then break the caravan off the car. That that is. That's a you goal. You get like bonus points for it. Ah right. Okay. <laughs> you have more followers than me on Instagram, but I have more on Twitter. Which is better? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really Which? look at my followers anyway. Yeah, but you you're not the type of guy that counts them every day. No, unfortunately. Every morning. <laughs> you do. <laughs> every morning when I wake up, I, I see that I have you new, new followers next to the toilet. You know. <laughs> I'm counting down. <laughs> What's a useful phrase you can teach me in Spanish? You know some any Spanish? No. <laughs> That's very, very Spanish. I think cabron. Cabron but is good because you can use it in many you, ways. You say Spanish or you, you call it Mexican? No, it's Spanish, but it's just... Because sometimes Me- you know, Mexicans, they feel quite proud. They won't, they won't mm, call it Spanish. No, no, it's Spanish, but uh, me- we accent. don't have like Mexican language. Mm. You know, it's the Spanish, but it's the accent, mm. which is better... Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. you can, uh, you can, cabron? Cabron. 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 Ah, you're pretty good. Cabron. And that can be used in, if you, that can mean a lot of things. Depends on which way you say it. Well done, cabron. It's like, oh, you, you've done it really well. Okay. But if you say like, you are a cabron. Then. Like, like that. So. Okay. Okay, we'll start with that. <laughs> you can use That's it for one. anything. Mm. Spanish is very easy. For me, it's like they almost like with the tongue, you know, you have to really talk a lot with the tongue. But Who always has good snacks in the team? I, I'm not a guy where, for the snacks anyway, because I'll be too fat when I'm around snacks. Yeah. So. You're not looking for snacks during the no, race weekend, I, like, I, I guess. I have to really not look. look for it, like stay away from the snacks. So uh-huh. I, I'm not the right person probably to, to ask these questions. I'll find out. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, I know there is a fridge. Full of snacks. Oh, yeah. yeah? Okay, you let me where it is. And yeah, I know a lot of good snacks in there. Are they good? Yeah, okay. so I can show you next time. So. Yeah. <laughs> do you listen to any podcast and do you know the name of this podcast? Talking Bull. Yeah. Uh, no, to be honest, I don't listen to, to podcasts. I'm what or ones. who do I need to worry about in the factory? GP. GP, yeah, but I yeah. mean, this guy can get kicked out any minute. <laughs> You know, he was my uh, race engineer. Yeah, he told me. Yeah. He told me. Yeah. That's funny, you know, just uh, after all those years and then back in the same team. Uh-huh. Well, who to look out for? Well, marketing, very dangerous. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a bit th- weird as well, no? Yeah, I think one day we should just lock them up and... Well, there are many. There. There, there are many of them. You know? mm. Half of the team will be gone <laughs> with marketing. Yes. <laughs> we'll be much we better. love you guys. <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you start any hobbies last year? I don't think last year was the perfect time to start Dr- a hobby. Drinking more capirinha. Yeah, I don't like it. Oh, you didn't like I it? I don't like it. I try it, but uh, not a big fan. I'm oh. just gin tonic guy. Love my like to choose the right 
Gin, but also like to find the right tonic. That's always very important. That you don't go out of the of that one. No, for me, like a hobby mm. is sim racing as well at home. I really in, enjoy that. Um, I like to be out on the water, you know, like jet skis. On the jet ski, yeah. I've seen, I've seen that. Yeah. Can be dangerous yeah. too sometimes. You go flat out, I can imagine. Why? It's just uh, jumping, and then when they ask you, uh, have you ever followed? Yeah, followed a few the, big. Yeah. <laughs> What is your first memory of a of a racetrack? My first ever Formula One race that I went to, really, is the one I remember. Where did you go? Uh, Indianapolis in 2002. Okay. Uh, it was close to Mexico. I won a, a karting event from Montoya. Ah, yeah. And okay. uh, the the trophy was to go to a race, Formula One race, and the engines were really loud. Yeah, so it, was, it was a V10 at the time. The yeah. V12. Ah, okay. Well, Ferrari V12, yeah. I mean, those... And then also with the banking, you know, the you can hear the sound even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, pretty good. Did well, you went uh, to see your dad? Uh, yeah, a few times. I mean, I mean, my dad told me so when I was like eight, nine months. He had to test in um, Jerez, and uh, I was there when it was super warm. But then what I can remember was like 2000, 2001, uh, when he was in Arrows. How old were you? Uh, three and a half, four. Three and a half. Yeah. Do you remember those days? Yeah, I remember like yeah. also when he was doing testing on like airfields, you know the speed testing uh-huh. so I remember sitting in the truck and then seeing the car going up I'm thinking to, to take my son to a race you know he's three and a half yeah. but I'm like well he will not remember so what's the it's point like a big, uh, it's like a playground for, uh, what I remember like yeah. you see all the big trucks everywhere you're just running around you don't care but it's good if you remember you know it's like it's uh, nice yeah. a nice memory you know? the first, for sure first time always, you will always you know, have it in the back and then I mm. remember also I was in Malaysia one time of course, I was more in the hotel, but like I was watching the race from the t- like the TV in the hotel room, seeing my dad race. I thought it was always, yeah, very cool. So, cool man. Good memories. Where are you going to take me when we're racing in Mexico City? Hey, I'll take you to my karting track. It's I, close. Yeah, it's a 50-minute flight. Okay. So we we take a flight and we can go. We we have good I fun. I haven't been in a proper go kart for like three years now. Oh really? Oh, even more maybe. Ah, uh, it will be good. I arranged some some karting. We take yeah? some. Some of your friends and we go there. We'll have good, some Sounds good tacos yeah. as well. I like that. Uh, you like tequila? Sometimes. Yeah. Not, it can I'll also you, really knock you out. Huh? I'll get you the right one. Okay. Well, <laughs> then we have to call Christian. Uh, Christian, next race, you know, we might need to skip because Max broke his arm. <laughs> Checo rolled, he broke his leg. <laughs> we'll be good. We can take helmet as well. Helmet in a go-kart, I would like to see. <laughs> that will be good. Should be, uh, I think he will really try to uh, run into us. I think so, no? Yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, this is the, the next uh, podcast, everyone, you know. <laughs> from the With hospital. The that can be good. I'm not sure we want to be doing any episodes from hospital, but thanks, Max. How great to hear the guys together there. More of that to come throughout the season for sure. That's almost it for this episode of Talking Ball. We'll leave you with a very exclusive track from the Rebel Batea de Calos. It's a global freestyle rap competition. 16 MCs got together in a studio last week to lay it down. This is the official anthem, Imparables. We hope you enjoy. And Sergio, if you're listening, I apologise for completely murdering the Spanish language there. We'll be back with more exclusive content from the track, the paddock, and the factory very soon. Until then, take care. Primero llueve, pero luego escampa. El bloque a la villa como en escampia. Escrito las estrellas como Tini Tempa. Ya mismo suena la campana, aguanta. Sexto round, no es la vida que me toca, la que me he buscado. Da igual si he ganado, valgo el doble por las veces que me he levantado. Mmm. 
Mi hermano el Minu ya lo dijo Mi like son altibajos y va bien se tuerce fijo Por suerte no por suerte porque soy lo que me exijo Ver los huevos del padre hace que se fuerce el hijo 004015 es el prefijo Los pies en el suelo, las manos al crucifijo Bajo con lo justo porque mano necesito A mi un plato de comida ya me hace sentir bendito Subiendo la escala me puso a prueba la vida Ya pasé mucho abajo, ahora me toca arriba Como serie del Caribe jugando en otra liga No me sirve de obstáculo ni la muralla china El DRD hace su llegada, indetenible como mi pala Yo la preñando esa jugada, ahora de Sánchez en Olimpiada Soy terremoto, voy en escala, mi luz interna, nadie la paga Con direcciones bien enfocadas, de mi historia la destacada la suerte ya me dio un beso, yo espero que otro me dé Ayer rapeando en la plaza, buscándonos de comer Hoy fuman carros de golf, ya todos saben que lo que What is my name, actitud, Walter White en el backstage Le ando pegando a la base con manos de Cassius Clay Manejo flow sobrehumano desde los 16 Ahora con 23, no hay quien pare a LeBron James Este grupo activa, toman todos la iniciativa Gente que está comprometida, sientan sus corazones arriba ellos ponen toda la gana necesaria más allá de que lo señalen con el dedo Ellos saben que tienen lo necesario por eso siempre van con el yo puedo Yeah They can't stop me Soy 56 en Many Men Bulletproof hasta los tenis Cuando tengo ready el pain Soy slice en calleja Nitro en la dem Imparable como un dish de Menem Soy el ímpetu del tren Sandy Cufa dominando el terraplén San Esteban linchao diciendo amén Imposible de tener Al que se fuma el fruto del Edén Es el USA champ por si quieres Hey mama somos imparables No hay perro que nos ladre Mi espada que acabe el legado de Highlander Mawel con tu decipher Soy la voz del rey de niño no pudo matarme ni una terminal Y es que desde peque soy un warrior Pasé media década para ganar los gallos Me bañé en paciencia, hice un espejo de mis fallos Y lo imparable está en nuestro ADN Y ha de necesitar mil pandemias para que nos frenen No se paran estos voces y aunque no se paran Vengo a mantenerlo vivo Aunque debo hacerlo indebido Imparable, indestructible, impredecible, indomable No confundan ser humilde con la vida de un cobarde Y aunque arde todo el mundo, tengo claro el objetivo Y si ya vencí a la muerte, ¿qué me espera contigo? Imparable, incontrolable, incomparable, indomable Sin ser un elegido, estoy metido entre los más grandes Y están confundidos y perdidos, buscando culpables Dejé un par de testigos vivos, pero dudo que hablen Flow palpable, envidiables son mis rimas que con una aparición Voltean el tablero del juego entero sin ser el primero Les cojo presión, doy la impresión de tener el don más loco que ambito y le doy la razón, mi imaginación es una explosión de ideas que crean otra dimensión Nadie me para, soy el tiempo, indispensable como el viento, tranquilo que sin drama no se desarrolla el cuento aquí subes y bajas como escalera de Penrose, lo hice de mi sueño, vida como DiCaprio en Incerso, relacionando mi proceso, lo que he comprendido es que la fama es como la miseria, no sé dónde dormiré, y entre vuelos y canciones no sé dónde estuve ayer, tranquila madre, voy con Dios y si no vuelvo estoy con él